everyone. Welcome to the Tailored Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Charity Taylor. Today we have a guest speaker. Her name is Teresa Blackburn, and she is a holistic counselor. She received a bachelor's in health and human services from Franciscan University, a master's in professional counseling from Carlo University of Pittsburgh, and studied under Bonnie Hassan to become a Reiki master teacher. She's a holistic counselor specializing in alternative therapies like emotion code and EFT in conjunction with traditional talk therapy. Teresa is also a personal trainer and teaches cardio kickboxing classes. Welcome, Teresa. Teresa, what interested you in becoming a counselor? Um, well, I guess it was something that in my bachelor's program I was trying to figure out what I could do. And... Um, all the other things just seemed so complicated. And then when it came to psychology, I was like, oh yeah, I'm interested in that. Um, so I studied that by my bachelor's and, you know, I got my bachelor's, but I realized I couldn't be a professional counselor and practice on my own with just a bachelor's. So I went to get my master's and, um, got that in professional counseling. And I was, um, just drawn to help people with, mental and emotional issues and, you know, just dealing with some of my own personal issues growing up that, um, and then going to a therapist myself when I was young, um, I was like, yeah, this is kind of what I'm drawn in to do. So that's why I got the degree. That's why I became a counselor. Okay. And what drew you to specialize in alternative therapies? So that was in my master's program. I was in about the end of it. And I still had like a specific phobia that I couldn't get past. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to be a, become a counselor if I can't do this. I can't get past this. It's something that I had worked on when I was little. Um, and I got so far with it and it helped me to a point. But I still had the issue. So I said to one of my professors at, um, at Carlo, hey, do you have anybody that you would recommend that I could see? Because I still have this specific phobia. I don't want to become a counselor if I can't get past it. I want to work on it. He said, yeah, call this lady. So I call her and I went to therapy sessions there and she brought up something called EFT, which is emotional freedom therapy or tapping. So we started trying to do some of that work for um, the phobia and for anxiety. And it was working a little bit, but um, there was still a point that I was felt stuck. So she hands me this piece of paper and she says, here call this guy he can help you over the phone and I'm like oh okay you know it's called emotion code and I'm like okay cool so you know I call the guy over the phone and um I said this is my problem and he says oh I can connect with you energetically and I can I can help you from wherever I'm at and I'm like okay so I didn't believe him you know I knew nothing about alternative therapy or energy psychology or energy therapy at all but I was willing to just try whatever so I gave it a try. He said he released these trapped emotions from me and my energy field and my subconscious mind. And, you know, I said, okay. And, you know, I was supposed to call back in a couple weeks and do another session. So I did. And I figured, okay, I'm trying it. I don't know if anything's going to happen. And then a couple weeks after that, I was presented with the situation where I would normally have the reaction to the specific phobia. And I didn't have a reaction. I didn't go into a panic and nothing about it was the same. And I was like, wow, okay, <laughs> there's something to this. And that's what began my interest in, whole, in adding the alternative therapy 
to what I had already been trained to do as a therapist. And then I just put myself fully into study. So what exactly is emotion code? Well, that's a good question. I, at first, I, um, I had no idea what he was doing. Like I said, it was energy medicine, energy psychology. Um, and so I, after these sessions that I had and all this change, I just said, well, let me research this. So um, I bought the book called Emotion Code by Dr. Bradley Nelson, and this was in 2012. Um, so it was a while back, and now he has a different version of the book, but um, still the, some of the same content. So Emotion Code is um, you're tapping into a person's subconscious mind and to the energy of their subconscious and of their body, and you're tapping into that with an energy connection. You're intending that you're connecting with that person's energy and it happens. And the best um, way that I like to describe that to people is that have you ever had um, a, your phone ring and you just knew who it was? <laughs> or if you hadn't heard from so-and-so for like months and then all of a sudden they pop into your head out of the blue and then about 20 minutes later they call you. So that's an energy connection, you know, where, where the person is, is connecting with you and you can feel that. So in motion code, you connect with the person's energy and then you do something called muscle testing or muscle kinesiology. Um, which originally has its own history where you know, people have used it to test for different illnesses and things in the body. But in the motion, in the case of emotion code, you're using this muscle testing to get yes or no answers to find out what are the negative energies that are blocking the subconscious mind, that what are these program beliefs that have gotten recorded in the file folder of the subconscious that are causing you a problem. Um, and so that's what how you find out what's going on with the person and then emotion code involves releasing that energy so dr delson uses magnets to do that and the magnets they pull the energy negative energy out of the body and out of the subconscious mind and it releases it so that's the basic of it and without getting into too much detail um, regarding that it that's basically how it works okay and could you describe what a typical emotion code session would be like? Yeah, so it's either in person or at a distance. And you know, in the book, it's, you, it's outlined with both ways being perfectly fine. I never met my emotion code practitioner except for once, and it, that wasn't even for emotion code. Um, and I've been working with him since 2012. So the typical emotion code session that I do for people is distance, is, and that's called proxy. So I actually then connect with your energy from wherever you're at, whether you're in the next room or whether you're countries away, and I'm going to be able to connect with your energy. So I do that, and then I, you tell, the person will tell me what's going on, whether it's a physical complaint, for example, they have pain in their knee, or they have an emotional thing going on, anxiety when they walk into the grocery store. So whatever it is, um, then they tell me what's happening. And then I ask their energy, are there any negative energies that we could release from the mind or the body that could help this person in this area? And then I get yes or no answers with my muscle testing, and then I find the trapped emotions. I'm able to give somebody ages that things occurred. I'm able to give you specific trapped emotions like guilt or shame or anger. And I'm also able to identify unhealthy beliefs. I'm not good enough. Um, you know, good things can't happen to me. So, you know, there's so many things that um, we trap and that we program. Emotions get trapped in the body and the subconscious. 
thoughts and programmed unhealthy beliefs get trapped in the emotion and in with these emotions in the subconscious and in the body. So through that um, hour or that we'd be working together, we would find as much as we can. And then I would ask, you know, your permission to release these energies and then I would release them with a magnet. And, you know, people ask me all the time, well, how do you do that if I'm not in front of you and you can't touch me with the magnets? You know, I'm not there. But again, I'm using, I'm using um, proxy, which is, means I'm actually essentially becoming you. So I rub that magnet down my own arm or down my body and release it from, from, from you. So typically a person will, um, you know, feel different things or sometimes nothing. Sometimes the most typical response is to yawn and be tired. So that's what a, a session looks like. Okay. And um, some of our listeners want to know what the benefits themselves of the uh, session would be. Well, you know, the benefits are whatever it is you're coming in for. So say you're coming in because you've had chronic pain in your knee, then the benefit would be to lessen the pain in the knee. Um, the, the benefits for mental and emotional issues is that you're not in, in as much in mental and emotional turmoil, that you're free, that you feel freed up, you free light, you'll feel lighter, and that it's easier to then make a change. A lot of people feel like they've done everything they can they can to change something and still just struggle with it. You know, for example, quitting smoking. I had somebody come in and she wanted to quit smoking. And we worked on all the things that kept her smoking or that compelled her to smoke. And she quit after she left. And three months later, she came in and said she never smoked again. That's so, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it can be, you know, as quickly as that. But say I have somebody that comes in and says, well, I don't feel good enough. I don't feel good enough for my career. I don't feel good enough for my relationship. I don't feel like a good enough parent. Now we're talking about something that has tentacles out in multiple areas of your existence and in your life. So it may take some work to work on each one of those areas, um, but it's still going to complement talk therapy. It's still going to create movement um, faster than traditional talk therapy. I always call myself a, um, a quick turnover therapist. <laughs> so a lot of therapists, traditional therapists, will be like, oh, I've had my client for three years, six years. I'm like, well, I haven't had my clients for more than like four sessions or six sessions. So I see like a big turnover rate um, as compared to traditional talk therapy, and that's a benefit. You're not sitting in therapy for, forever. Right, I don't want to go to therapy for three years. Right. <laughs> not for the same thing anyway. Right. You know, and it's, it's not like you're managing things. You're actually healing things at that root level, and you're able to become free of it instead of, you know, just manage it for years. Right. Yeah. Right. And another question our listeners have is, do I have to want to be helped for emotion code to work? Um, yeah, of course. I mean, it, it, if you come into me for an emotion code, you're usually at this point where you've been seeking help and you've been trying things and you want help. Um, what I think is a more popular thing for people to question me on is, do I have to believe in it for it to work? Maybe that's a better way mm, to put it. Right. And the answer to that is absolutely not. There's nothing to believe in. You know, emotion code is not a religion. It's not um, some kind of strange things that you have to have all this positive thought towards in order for it to work. No. I mean, I was completely skeptical when I had my first emotion code session. I thought, I have no idea what this guy's talking about. And I, if this can help me, I like laughed about it. I'm like, this is, would be hilarious if it worked. And it did. Um, so no, you do not have to believe in it. Sure, you have to want to help yourself. And people can't um, 
you know, do this without your permission. You know, for example, if you're, um, th I see this happen often, a, a parent will want to do this for their child, you know, their 10 to 20 year old child and um, without permission and no, we can't do that. You know, that, that person has the capability of saying yes or no and we have to honor what they want. But if it's a little kid and, and, or a baby, you know, or sometimes even people that are in a compromised state um, and comas, things like that, you can, you can connect. If you're a person close to that individual, you can connect with their energy and I can muscle test their energy via you. And then we can get permission to do that as far as we're asking that person's higher self or asking their energy if it's okay to do. And then we get yes or no answers from there. So, Interesting. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know about Emotion Code? Anything uh, maybe personal for you or something that might help them make a choice of whether they would like to have a second? Yeah, um, I think that if you're... The biggest thing that I always say to people is if you feel stuck. If you've tried A, B, C, D, and E and it hasn't worked, and you've tried, um, let's say, you've tried your changing your diet, you've exercised, you're doing meditation, you know, you're going to therapy and you're still in a position where you feel like the change is not happening, then you have to look at the energy psychology and look at the subconscious, look at the um, energetic component that um, is usually last on people's list. Usually they run to the doctor and get a pill or they run to the therapist um, and talk to somebody. And those are all amazing things. But if, like I said, if you're doing that and you're still stuck with something, that's when you seek out something like emotion code. Also, I think that people should know that it works very well with people with phobias and PTSD and trauma. So trauma is a big thing that people then become victims of and you know they feel like that they're plagued with that for the rest of their life. Um, but emotion code is very helpful to relieve um, traumatic events and traumatic shocks to the system. So it's a really good trauma adjunct to trauma therapy if you're working with a trauma counselor in particular. Um, so just... Just looking at it is you don't have to abandon any of your other therapies. It's a good add-on to whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and it's from the comfort of your own home or maybe your car. I've had lots of people just do it from wherever. Um, and you don't have to, to come in. And the, the biggest thing about it is the people who don't want to talk about their problems. If you don't want to get into the details of what has happened to you and you've had terrible trauma, but you don't want to talk about it, you just tell me what is affecting you right now. So right now I, you know, have symptom A through through C, but I don't necessarily know if this is related to my trauma, but I don't want to talk about my trauma. That's fine. We don't ever have to talk about the trauma in order for emotion code to work. Um, maybe one day after you've done some emotion code releases, then you are able to talk about the trauma, you know, so it gets people past stuck points. That's, that's the biggest benefit, I think, to what emotion code. I feel like not having to talk about it would be a big benefit for a lot of people because some people bury their stuff so deep, it's just traumatic for them to even bring it up. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that would be a big benefit. It is. And, you know, especially with um, teens, I've noticed, because they don't really want to talk that much. You know, they basically, you know, their parents are bringing them in. They're like, yeah, nothing's wrong. You know, so when I say, well, you know, what's the problem? Oh, well, I'm not getting good grades. I can't focus in school. When we work on the root causes of that, sometimes it's the traumas. And then we just pull up some ages and, you know, we release it. 
and they never have to say this is what happened or that's what happened. So it is. It's a it's a it's a good benefit. Um, and I'm trying I'm trying to think of any other um, last minute things to say. Um, Personally, I have had a motion code with Teresa several times, and I feel like it's really helped me break through patterns and move through things. Um, I was really surprised that you could tell me what age this stuff happened at, and it was right on. Mm -hmm. A lot of those times I could tell you, oh, yes, this is what happened when I was that age. Mm -hmm. Some of the things I couldn't, but uh, I do believe in it, and I have had sessions of it and I will continue to have sessions of it because I feel that's very effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that's a good point because sometimes you remember the thing that happened at the age that I pull out and sometimes no because the subconscious is such a vast data bank. It stores everything. I like to tell people that it's like the C drive on your computer. It has absolutely everything in there and you would have to kind of know what you're looking for to pull up that program on the computer. And you'd only ha almost have to be a computer programmer type of knowledgeable person, whatever you call it, to pull those things and access those things up. So with the motion code, um, we can go very specific. Your subconscious mind stores things in file folders and it doesn't have any type of, oh, well, maybe this should be here. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry, maybe it should be over here. It just puts it where the program is and that's it. The file folder is labeled fear, it puts it in there, you know. So... You may or may not remember something because subconscious mind rules everything and it holds all your data. So some memory might be accessible to the conscious mind and some of them just are never going to be. You know, there are things that have happened that you don't even realize happened. Right. Yeah. And I think another thing that I was surprised about with emotion code is that all of those emotions weren't originally mine. That some of them were inherited from my parents and some of them were just absorbed from other people around me. I thought that was very interesting, and I would have never suspected that to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then we look for inherited trapped emotions, we look for absorbed trapped emotions and unhealthy beliefs and energies that you picked up that have been laying heavy on you, that you were just around somebody who felt that way. So very sensitive people, um, empathic people tend to hold a lot more of that. Um, and the inherited stuff you just can't help. You know, it's biologically passed down generation to generation. But when we release those emotions, they actually release from your biological inherited um, parent and you know, down the line as well. So that's kind Good. of another benefit. Good. So any work that you're doing on yourself will in effect help both your parents and back that way and your children and forward? Uh, no, just with the inherited stuff, it's just up to... Only the inherited trapped emotions, if you find those, releasing those releases it from your parents and their parents and etc. But not your children. Your children would have to actually get the work done to release it from them and you and so on back. So it can't go forward, but it can release everything up to your existence. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So anything else you'd like to say? I think that's it. I mean, if there's, you know, if there's any questions, um, you know, people can contact me. Um, okay. I have a website. It's um, www.reikitherapypittsburgh.com. Um, and it, all the information of all the sessions that I do is on my website. And I also have an email. You can just email me directly. And that's my first name, T-E-R-E-S-A, E as in Elaine, B as in Blackburn, 34 at gmail.com. And you can shoot me an email with any questions that you may have regarding motion code or you know, just holistic counseling in general or any of the alternative 
alternative therapies or energy psychology. All right, so there's Teresa's information. If you'd like to schedule an emotion code session, reach out to her, and you can also leave voice comments on the end of this podcast. Sounds good. Thank All you right. for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Teresa. All right. Thank you.